Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So ladies and gentlemen, we are going to dive into really how do you deliver after you have closed the sale in today's theme of running through the finish line. It's going to be a powerful interview with Joe Nicasio. This dude is a legend in terms of marketing, in terms of sales, and giving you the fundamentals for your business. So stick around. And I'm talking to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. However, I can support you in continuing that journey. Let's explore. Let's discover. Let's play. Let's have a lot of fun because we are becoming our greatest possible selves. Highly recommend you stay tuned to the 12-hour marathon and the podcast connect with these guests like joe see how you can continue your journey with them and keep growing keep becoming your greatest possible self okay i appreciate you being here next up is the itunes review of the week this week it's by anthony a 93 Chris the man burns every podcast episode gets better and better not only that you can tell how present and interested Chris is in each of the experts he brings on his show. Anthony, I super, super appreciate you. Thank you for giving us that review. And if you want to give a review for us for becoming your greatest possible self and get a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store and you can give us a review there. While you're there, subscribe so you can get all the latest episodes and updates and stay in the loop of becoming your greatest possible self. Keep plugged in. That's that's the biggest piece of wisdom that I've gotten on my journey is stay plugged in to the sources of inspiration and empowerment like this, like this conversation that we're about to have with Joe. So speaking of that conversation, you definitely want to grab a piece of paper. Grab a pen, be ready to take notes. He's always giving diagrams and uh, just instructions on how you can conceptualize this and really take it and like fly with it, soar with it. So you can really apply it and have it make a difference for you, especially if you're the type of person who wants to amp up the results that you provide for your clients. So stick around all the way through to the end because I know even one of these golden nuggets that Joe's about to share uh, has a power to change so much in your business, has a power to change everything, your business, your finances, your freedom, etc. So stick around. Let's introduce Joe and then we'll bring him on because our next guest, our next guest, Joe, he's absolutely unique and there are many products that tell you how to start your own business. But Joe Nicasio doesn't just tell you how. He mentors you step-by-step step through the process and guarantees you will get the results at the cash register. How do I know? Because I hired Joe and he helped me create my first business. The things I learned from Joe was fundamental and they were fundamental precursors to how I show up today, my current business successes today. So if you need more than a coach, if you're looking for a mentor you can, who can connect the dots for you uh, and, and hold your hand along the way to success, you'll definitely want Joe as your mentor, as your coach who can help you get there. So Joe Nicasio, are you ready to rock the house, my man? Let's raise up the energy. I love it. I love it, man. Amp, amped up right off the bat. And I love your, your background, man. It's beautiful. I see some tiki. I see some outdoors. I, I love the, the spaciousness. I know the uh, nomad lifestyle has been something that's like really opened up a lot for you in these recent years to experience and explore and see the world. So I, I love that you're, you're just living it every day, man. And I think we all want that freedom and to be able to do what we want when we want. Yeah, it's, it's fun having freedom. I'm at a client's house. He's turned this house into uh, uh, really an oasis. And, uh, um, you know, he recently had his YouTube channel cut off. And I'm down here. And we're doing a complete reinvention of his business. We are looking wow. at every, we're looking at his mark. It's, it's, this is the work I love to do is, is like, let's, let's turn this thing upside down. Let's look at every possibility and rewire this business for success. Boom. And so this is, this is, this is exciting stuff. This I love it. Well, you're, you're, you're just getting started with that, man. But I know you have some kind of finish line in mind in sight with that. And that's the theme of today running through the finish line. So Joe, we just want to get your perspective on that. What does that mean for you, man? Well, first of all, there is no finish line. I mean, a finish line is, uh, you know, the thing is, is to keep in process and realize that 
you know, for me, it's just I want to impact people in a really positive way. Mm. Uh, I'm somebody that's been around the personal development industry for a long, long time. And um, I've seen a lot of people make a lot of promises and, and, and a lot of people don't keep those promises. And I don't want to be one of those guys. So for me, you know, I, my, my aspiration is to really get a reputation as somebody who is the real deal and who is somebody that sees things through to completion. And I want to have that, that reputation that I am somebody that gets people results. And so to me, um, y- you know, oh, you hit the finish line. Okay, now where do we go from here? There's like every ending is a new beginning, and it's you, you need to keep into the process and keep moving towards towards that bigger picture. So, yeah. I love. I think I think I hear in terms of life, there's no finish line. That's that's the perspective that you take. Always be developing yourself. Always be growing. Always be climbing the the next mountain, and to never feel like we we've we've made it. Right. Because once you feel that like that point of completion, like, oh, there's no more work to be done. That's when the decay happens. That's when the civilization's heads get so big and then they fall because they rest on what had gotten them to success in the first place. Well, let me fry your fry your brains and everybody else's brains a little bit more. You know, we think about getting to the finish line, and is the finish line death? No, I mean, uh, I, I'm a me- member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, and we believe in eternal life, and so. Uh, eternal perspective doesn't allow you to even have room for a finish line. You know, mm. I remember I sat down with a bishop and I said, "How do we know there's life after death?" And he's like, I, "He shocked me. He's like, we don't know." He says, um, "But if if there is, and you live your life that right way, you can live eternally. And if there isn't, and even if there isn't one, if you lived your life as if there was, mm. wouldn't you live a higher quality of life?" Definitely. And so I think eternal perspective mm. wipes out the whole concept of finish line. Powerful, powerful, man. I love it. I love it. This is great, Joe. So for everyone who's just connecting with you, why don't you share a little bit more about uh, what your clients come to you for, what you really stand for these days? Uh, people come to me to help build a better business. Um, you know, whatever level we're at, we want to get to the next level. And whatever level we're at, um, uh, you know, there's, there are limitations. Uh, the client, the place where I'm staying here is Eric von Sydow, and he says um, every level has a new devil. Mm. And so no matter what level you're at, you want to get to a new level. And, and so I help people build a better business if you're in an existing business, but I also help you build a better business uh, if you're starting from scratch. And the whole idea is, is to help you get it, get it done and get it done right. And, um, You know, I, I just did some conversation around is, you know, having a mentor uh, um, a luxury or a necessity? Mm. And, and it's not a necessity because you're not going to keel over and die if you don't hire a mentor. Mm. But, you know, we know that like 80 or 90 percent of businesses can fail if they don't do it the right way. And so um, if you want to make sure that your business succeeds, I think a, a mentor can help, you know, stack the odds in your favor. So that's who I am. That's what I'm about. Uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I love it. I love it, man. So you've you've definitely been on a, a journey to get to this point. But I want to I want to talk about what along your journey, how do you care so much about delivery after the sale? Tell us like what 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 points really influenced that that point that that perspective on your your coaching on your mentorship. Tell us about that, man. What. We, uh, we buy a product or service, and then after we buy the product or service, we're disappointed. You know, mm. we, Somebody ships us a, a box of stuff where they say, get on these calls, and you still, the problem still remains. And uh, you know, there's, a, there's a story about once upon a time, a man was in purgatory, and he had a choice to go to heaven or hell. And so you know, they showed two brochures, and the first brochure was heaven. You know, there's people like on clouds, and they're eating grapes, and they're harps, you know. And then the other, the other brochure, it's like, you know, naked women and sex everywhere and drinking. And the, the guy looks at the brochure and he goes, I think I'm going to go to hell. So he goes to hell and it's fire and brimstone and pain and suffering. And he goes to the devil like, this isn't what was in the brochure. And he goes, oh, that was just the marketing. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to be like, like that. 
you know, like the promise given is the promise delivered, you know? Yeah. And so, it's, you know, so I, I got some notes here about, about after the sale and, you know, you know, in, in business, we're as entrepreneurs, we want to get the sale, you know, we work so hard, you know, you, you sent me a message the other day that you got your first person for the Bali retreat, you know, and it's like, congratulations, first of all. And, you know, what a lot of people would do when they get, they, we work so hard to get the sale and then, you know, a fool and his Marty, you know, a fool and his money will soon be parting. Mm. So it's like, oh, you get that money, and next thing you know, it's like you're buying toys, you know, and you're not even taking care of the customer. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and yet, you know, then we have these other experiences. Like when I, I made a bunch of money and I lost everything, and I put like everything I had on a credit card to go to a Jay Abraham seminar. Mm -hmm. I put, you know, the next day this box. Old and amazing material showed up, and so like I made the purchase, and it's like all this amazing stuff came flying my way. That that commitment, that decision to buy, was backed up by just a huge delivery. With you know, in, in marketing, we call it the thud factor. You deliver all this amazing stuff, and it blows people away. Mm. And so we've had this experience where we spend money, and then it's like this um, disenchanting experience. And then we've had this experience where you spend money, and it's like people just like massively deliver. And it feels good when you like when people deliver on their promises. Yeah. I, so I'm hearing on your journey, you had experiences, especially with like Jay Abraham and someone who had a, a reputation. They promised something and then they delivered on that. That felt good, and you felt like you were taken care of. You felt like, man, I trust in in this ecosystem, in this marketplace. Like I trust that there's good people out there. And then there's other experiences that aren't so great, and people don't deliver on what they promise, and that gives people a bad taste in their mouth. And I think the challenge is a lot of people are learning about business. They're learning how do I how do I promise effectively and deliver effectively. And I think a lot of people can be living in scarcity and fear and they're trying to promise the world because that's what they think it takes to be able to, to acquire clients. And then like you said on the back end, they're not delivering as effectively as they could. So what can they be adjusting or, or fixing or putting into place, Joe, on the back end to really deliver effectively? Well, I think before we talk about the back end, on the front end, it's like you need to... Um be careful what you promise. You need to set the buying criteria. Here's how we do business. And you want to manage expectations. Mm -hmm. You know, these people that are saying, buy my course and you'll be a millionaire in 12 months or six months. So, you know, it's, it's like, like, really? Oh, it's that easy. Okay. <laughs> Go. Uh, so we need to manage expectations and keep it real. You know, I'm the fast track to five figures, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not the fast track to six or seven or eight figures because everybody wants the million dollar business, but I'm the guy that helps you set up the strong foundation and the strong fundamentals so that eventually mm -hmm. you can get there and, and you can make a million on hustle. I did it and it all crashed and burned and it wasn't pretty. So mm -hmm. uh, uh, the first thing is, is like, whatever you're promising, um, Keep it realistic so that, you know, temper the expectations uh, so that people know that you're coming from a very real space. And then after the sale, you know, uh, I, one of the things you and I have in common is we both were Toastmasters. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember once there was a guy from South Africa, a very prestigious man, very wealthy, a guy named Henny Lemmer uh, from South Africa. And uh, I asked, you know, he was very successful. And I asked, words deliver goodies deliver the goodies mm. and, and so you know i i think the first step is to deliver the goodies um uh, by the way i said a fool and his money will soon be parting there's also a you know one of the mistakes people make is a, a fool and his money uh, uh will soon be partying mm. You know, how many yeah. times do we see the sales rep goes out, they work hard, they get the sale, and the next thing you know, they're out binging on alcohol or something, and they, they haven't taken care of the customer. So, mm. Well, I think, uh, I think there's that, and I also I think a challenge today is the feast-famine cycle of sales and business where someone will get a big sale, and then they'll party, and then they'll stop doing those daily actions, consistent actions that, that filled the pipeline and serviced the prospects in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 
we, we work so hard. Now we finally get a sale. And so now we're just completely serving the client and we're not nurturing the, other, uh, the pipeline. Yeah. Um, but I want to I make a note on this. Um, uh, you shouldn't make the money and go partying, but you should make the money and celebrate. Yes. You have worked hard. You know, you, you built a business, you designed a product, you, you designed your marketing, you talked to hundreds of people, you finally closed the sale. You know, one of the things I, I, I'm constantly telling people is don't celebrate too soon. You know, somebody mm. says, hey, I'm going to buy from you. I'm like, woo, I made a sale and then the money never comes and yeah. then I get depressed and it kind of sucks. So, <laughs> uh, um, like, when the, when the money finally comes through, when the deal finally comes through, you need to say, you know what? Yes. I yeah. did it. You know, you need that little, you need that little oomph, that little, because we don't have enough celebration anyway. And mm -hmm. so we, we shouldn't celebrate fall. And so don't cheat yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the first thing is, is when, when, once you close the sale, you want to have a process. You want to onboard people. Like, like you want to bring them up to speed really fast. If you have deliverables, you know, send that welcome letter out, send, Send like here are some resources you can plug into right away. Mm -hmm. um, here are you know some things that can get you up to speed really fast. So that's that's one of the things I think you need to do is is plug them into resources, onboard them, give plug them into a process that that connects with them. Like 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 you know we're out we're we're sending emails, we're marketing to people, we're trying to close the sale, and then they buy, and then all of a sudden communication stops. Mm. What's the first thing that's going to happen to somebody who experiences that? Oh, that he just wanted me for my money. Mm. So once the sale happens, now it's like, now we start the party. Now, so one of the things we want to do is show some excitement. I'm mm. excited to get started with you. I'm excited that I can make a difference for you in your life. Uh, and also show some gratitude. I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to make a difference in your life and in your business. Uh, um, um, and, and so we want to communicate post sale. These are, and, and also we need to treat them differently. Hmm. You know, um, the, if you can, ex you know, you personally experience this Joe, well, not so much, but Joe pre-sale is different than Joe post-sale. Right. Because like when, when, when we close the sale and you made a decision to work with me, it's like now it's time to roll up our sleeves. It's time to pour it on. And, and a lot of people don't see that because before the sale, they're, they're, they're indecisive. You know, but I can only give so much to people who haven't paid me. Hmm. You, you know, once you, you are going to get treated different. You, you are going to get um, the special treatment. And so I just... I think it's just important to when the sale, you know, we think that we call it closing the sale mm -hmm. and, and really what we're doing is opening the relationship. Yep. You know, a great metaphor for this is, um, in martial arts, mm. you know, uh, I've trained in martial arts for a long time. I need to take my black belt test. It's, I'm not a black belt yet. I'm like almost a black belt, but it doesn't count. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm not, um, but the, the meaning of black belt is your true training has just started. Mm. Okay. And sales, you know, closing the sale means your real work has just begun. Yeah. yeah. So, so now's the time to turn up the heat. So this is, this is, you just shared a bunch of gold, man. I want to, I want to recap that uh, about celebrating, celebrating. I think at the end when the deal finally closes, that was super important, like to really celebrate ourselves, to just sit in that for a couple minutes and just like uh, say, Hey, I have more than enough time to just let this soak in, let this sink in and, you know, give yourself a hug or pat yourself on the back or just say, just stay in this gratitude of thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank your higher power. Thank the universe. Thank the, the everything lined up. Just thank really the stay client. Yeah. Thank the client. And, and that's what I was going to say too, because there's celebration of the end. Thank the client for trusting you, that kind of thing. I also know that you said don't celebrate too much uh, early, which I agree with. And I also think we can celebrate effort. We can say, hey, I got up there. I, I made the pitch. I made the offer. Now it's in the, in the, in the client or the prospect's court to decide. You know, they, they know what they're getting themselves into. Great job, Chris, for got, getting another at-bat. Right. And I think that's important to celebrate and not 
only celebrate when the results happen. And that's the difference between a, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. Fixed mindset is like when I'm smart enough, when victory happens, that's when I celebrate. And growth mindset is when I give effort, that's when I celebrate too. Um, but definitely when the sale closes, that's the more important one to our bottom line, to our, our success. And I also want to go to the onboarding, having people have, what, what is your procedure for people coming into your business, becoming a client? What resources, what, what structure is there? I know like most people probably roll out the red carpet. Yeah. Roll out the red carpet. And so I think some, some really tactical stuff is like at, at certain points when like, let's say after a person has paid you the money after that's like day zero, that's day zero that someone has signed up with you as a client, they pay you the money, maybe they sign an agreement or a contract. What do you do then? What is, what is your, your process for rolling out the red carpet? Is it sending them a bag of candy? Is it sending them a video, a customized video saying, thank you for choosing to invest in me, sending them a voice message. It, what, what it, does that look like for you? Maybe it's making some introductions for them. Maybe you're, you have a great network and you want to connect them with other great people. You know, maybe it's bringing them into your Facebook group and making a custom welcome post for that. Whatever that is for you, you get to decide what is the process. Okay. So that's day zero. For example, what's your day two? What's your day four? What's your day seven? Every day that goes by, you have another opportunity to give them a resource to really stand out in their mind, showing them that you care. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. One of the things I do is, um, you know, you can send a thank you letter and thank you letters are great. I'm a big fan of, you know, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, but one of the things Jay Abraham pointed out is this idea of a lot of people have what's called post-purchase dissonance mm. or, or buyer's remorse. You know, they, they spend the money and then they go home and tell their mom, I just spent $5,000 with Joe or spent $5,000 with Chris. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then your mom's going to say, well, what, this is the yo mama marketing test, by the way. <laughs> You know, what do you get for your money? Explain it. And if you if you really do a good job of explaining it to your mama, she'll say, Oh, that's great. You need that. That'll help you. Yeah. But if you don't do a good job of explaining it to your mom, your mom's gonna say, What kind of fool child did I raise? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what are you doing? Spending your money. Wait, so now you're feeling bad about this purchase. And so so post-purchase dissonance and buyer's remorse are very real things that people have to deal with. And so the way that you, you, you overcome that is what's called post-purchase reassurance. Mm. So instead of sending a thank you letter, it's like, Chris Burns, congratulations on, you know, on your wise decision to come to our Bali retreat. You know, uh, we're excited to have you come there. And we, you know, this is going to be one of the best. This is one of the best decisions you've ever made. Um, you know, here are some of the exciting things that you have to look forward to. And, you know, you're going to find an attachment of the things that you need to bring to make sure that you have the best time possible. Here's some videos we've prepared. Here's some resources. Um, here's our zoom link for the pre Valley trip uh, call, you know, so you, you, mm -hmm. you give them resources and you make them feel good and smart about making that decision. And so, uh, that, that, Post-purchase reassurance letter and welcome letter is is gold in terms of you know locking people in and having them feel good about the experience. Wow, dude, that's that's so powerful. So I hear that there's a lot of different things that we could do. Like psychologically, what would we want to experience? We would want to feel like we're safe, we're in good hands. How can we communicate that? How can we communicate that with with a letter, with an email, with resources, things like that? That's that's something that a lot of people are are falling short on. What is what what about just delivering the products and services that we promise? Is there anything about that that you feel some entrepreneurs might be falling short on, Joe? Yeah. You know, like in the Jay Abraham uh, example I gave, you know, bonus materials were delivered. Well, they weren't really, but like delivering things above and beyond. Like, as you know, Chris, you know, I sell employee escape plan because you try and put it, you know, I have so much knowledge and resource and library and, and resources at my fingertips. It's like, how, how do you put it into the sales letter? But one of the things that happens is when we start working together, it's like, oh, Chris, you need something that wasn't in the letter. Let me let me pull that out of my library and send that mm. to you, you know? And so bonusing in things that weren't even described in the original process yeah. makes people feel like, okay, this guy's not just giving me what he promised. He's giving me more than what I promised. Um, um, and so, yeah, bonusing people in, 
going the extra mile. You know, I used to um, sell Apple Macintosh computers at Sun Computers, a retail store before they had Apple stores back in the day. Wow. Well, why should I buy from your little store and buy from you versus buy from this big company like, you know, you know, CompUSA or whatever, one of the big computer stores. And I said, you know, here's my personal pager and I'm going to give you my personal pager number. If you ever have a problem, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you have permission to reach out to me. Don't call me at three in the morning if you don't have to. <laughs> and and I, will do, I will give you the answers. And if I don't have the answers, I will do the extra research and make sure. I want you to know I'm here for you to stand by you and make sure that you know I'm here for you. So when I work with a client, I always give them my cell phone number and say, you know, I'm often on coaching calls. So you can't really call me when I'm in the middle of a coaching call, but you can text message me and let me know what's going on. Yeah. And then we can connect when that, you know, that time availability, you know, shows up. Mm. So, so just being there for people and giving people a little bit of personal access. Now that that's not always, you know, if you have 10,000 customers that are paying you money, you know, they have a scheduling system. You can give like, um, I know, was it? I think James Melanchek gives like, oh shit, coupons, like, like, oh shit, calls. Like, it's like, um, if you're ever in that situation and your world's falling apart, you're saying, oh shit, you know, here's my, you have, you're given like two oh shit calls where you can call me. Yep. And, and, he, and, you know, it's like sometimes I'm getting ready to go on stage and somebody will call me and, and, uh, and do that. So uh, I, I think also it's, it's important to have help protocols. Mm. Uh, you know, we make the purchase um, and then we're like, Okay, now I received the welcome letter. We need to know, what if I do need help? Here's how you do it. One of the things I do in addition to the welcome letter with the post-purchase reassurance is I use a guarantee of problem resolution. So as a separate letter, uh, hey, this is Joe. Uh, I, 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 have, I have a special guarantee, but I need your help in, in making this guarantee real. Hmm. If, it, if at any time, I mean, you have... Uh, if they don't solve the problem, reach out to me, uh, and I'm going to make it right. And if for some reason you feel like the staff didn't make it right or I didn't make it right, I'm going to give you a free gift certificate for a dinner and a movie or something. Mm. Um, so, so what you're doing is saying, I, I guarantee that if you have a problem, I'm going to resolve it, but I need your help. If you have that problem, you can't be quiet about that problem. You need to um, speak up about that problem and let me know so I have a chance to fix it. Yeah. And I guarantee you, whatever problem you have, we're going to work on fixing it, but you got to communicate that to me. You know, I have some statistics here. Uh, only 4% of dissatisfied customers will ever complain or communicate their dissatisfaction with you. Wow. Instead, 96% won't voice the complaints and 91% will just never come back to you. Mm. So uh, I think it was Tom Hopkins' 311 rule. If you, do a, if you do a good job, people will tell three people about it. If you, tell, if you do a bad job, people will tell 11 people about it. Wow. So those numbers are really working against you if you don't do it right. So, mm -hmm. so have help protocols. You know, communicate. Here's who I am. Here's, you know, here's, here's the way that I can help you. Here's our way of, of making sure problems get solved. Yeah. Um, I, I think those are important, you know, and, and it's good to have some kind of customer service process. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love, I love how it's, you're creating the invitation, the open space, the expectation, the communication that I'm here for you and people have to speak up to be able to do that. Like we're not mind readers. So I think that just checking in periodically is great as well. Like having some kind of review process saying, Hey, how was this, this last month of coaching? How was this last month of service for you? Were you completely satisfied? Were you, you know, mildly satisfied? Were you just satisfied or even dissatisfied and let us know what worked or what didn't work. And I think just whether it's through email communication, sending them a survey, or just at the end of a call or something like that, or a quick text message, something. I think that just having that in our process is, is super important, man. I do that at the end of every coaching session. This is really actually a ninja technique, but you know, what was most valuable about our coaching session today? Or what was mm. most useful about our coaching session today? Yeah. That does a bunch of things. Uh, first of all, it, it helps you find out what was valuable. Like, yeah. Secondly, it's really good for them to verbalize that there was value because that like helps them 
uh, ratify their experience and, mm-hmm. and, and reinforce that there really was value here. Also, it gives them an opportunity to say, well, I'm, you know, this was super valuable, but I still have like some, let's give them a space, um, um, to, to ask questions, get further clarification. But I think what's really even more important than that is, is when they walk away, they had a great coaching session. They say, this is what was most valuable. Then they walk away and they talk to their friends. Like I really had this valuable coaching session with Joe today, or I had this mm-hmm. really valuable coaching session with Chris today. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's just really important that not only we deliver the value, but we make sure we ratify that that value is there because value isn't just what we put out. It's what's perceived in the, in the eyes and the ears and the mind of the person that we're dealing with. And so, uh, you can give a ton of value, but if it's not perceived, it's almost like that value doesn't exist. So you want to make sure that not only are you putting out the value, but it's being received and that it can be mirrored back to you so that you know that like with the ecology that it actually got through. Yeah. And so what, what I'm hearing as well is some people might even go so fast trying to deliver so much value that it doesn't even have the chance to sink in and like checking in with the client. Hey, did, does that resonate? What is what? How does that feel for you? Does that make sense? Is that is that like what are you hearing in what I'm sharing, especially for coaching to just check in with people and, and have them re affirm what they have gotten because sometimes we can say hey we have so much value to give and we have so little time to do it and got more than enough to give like how can we get it all across but i think what's even more valuable is giving the the core distinctions the things that will make the biggest difference and making sure that they own it that they got it and how they're going to implement it what difference it will make in their life and in their business yeah, and a large part of value isn't just like the intellectual understanding a large part of value is like, you know, the greatest compliment is, oh, that is not. The greatest compliment is not, this was a great coaching session. The greatest compliment is, Joe, I put into action what you did. Yeah. I that's, a, that's a higher compliment than this was a great coaching session. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things that you can do is at the end of a coaching session is, um, um, do you know, um, does it make sense to you? Do you know what to do? Like, is your assignment clear? Do you know what to do? Do you know how to do it? And when are you going to get started? Mm. When are you going to get started is when the rubber meets the road. Mm. And so if I teach stuff and if they don't get started on it, it's not as valuable as if I teach stuff and it gets implemented. So uh, that's that's a huge piece. This is great. This is great, man. I love it. And if anyone has any questions for Joe, if you're watching this on the live or replay or listen to the podcast, definitely connect with him. Send him a message. He's like always so open and available. And how you're how you're experiencing Joe right now on the podcast is how he is off the podcast as well in his life. He's constantly being of service and wanting people to grow in their business and make a bigger impact. You're just a, a massive giver, um, Joe. So I really, really encourage everyone who's tuning in right now to, to reach out and connect with you and if they have any challenges specifically you're like a master freaking problem solver like world's world's greatest uh, marketing problem solving expert like you're you're just amazing man so i appreciate you and let's keep going man i want to talk about um being able to consistently deliver over the long term i think that might be a problem where where people are, are running into is I could do it up front and I could do it for, you know, a couple times or a couple clients, but then kind of just the systems, the processes, life gets in the way and people don't keep up that consistency. Uh, what, what's your recommendation around that, man? Have a system. Mm. Systems create consistency. Um, you know, too many people, I think we sell stuff and we can get people a result, but when it comes to delivering, we wing it. Mm. And, and, and so, um, you know, uh, I take you from zero to cash flow in 90 days or from cash flow to better cash flow in 90 days. Well, it's broken into a system. Do what you love, share the love, receive the love. Okay. But those are broken into, you know, choosing your business wisely and, um, uh, building a brand and, and, um, uh, having a business model that makes sense and then coming up with an irresistible offer, you know, and then storytelling. So even on storytelling, I could break that into like three or four different modules. And so, um, when you've got a system and you've got yeah, and, and when you start, you want to have what's called a minimum viable offer. Okay. Um, 
in other words, you need to sell enough that you're giving enough value that people want to buy from you, and then you need to deliver that value. But as you as the years go by and you start develop, developing more content, what happens is your your body of grow. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I use is a uh, I have a member area, and I add videos and trainings to that member area. So. Um, uh, there's this idea of called coachomatic, almost like a jukebox. So, you know, if we're on a coaching call and then something comes up and it's like, Joe, how do I use, how do I tell my story? And I say, well, story themes are really important. You know, I put together a video on story themes that's 30 minutes long and it's in the member area. And mm. So instead of taking 30 minutes on this coaching call, I just refer them to a link mm. and I save a bunch of time, but I'm still delivering a ton of value. So over the years, when you got, you know, 50 75 100 150 200 resources you know you can pull into the bag of tricks there's all there's all kinds of extra things that you can do to continue to serve up the value and by by making it systematic like that um if i'm doing that storytelling module i, I don't have to you and 30 minutes with them and 30 minutes i'll burn out just doing the same content over and over again right so say look you know but then, then you come up with a problem that isn't in the library. Then we do coaching around that, and we record it. And now I can put that in the library because that That's never true. came up before, but now it's there. So um, you want to create almost like a jukebox of content that helps solve the problem of the whole overall context. Mm. And I think I think that's the, the main thing is we need to remember what is it that we're selling in terms of the promise and making sure that we deliver on the promise. And there's different, you know, there's many roads to the top of the mountain, but the view is always the same. The most important thing for me is if I'm somebody hires me to go from zero to cash flow in 90 days or zero to cash flow in six months. Um, the most important thing is at the end of six months, they've They've got their product defined and they're actually selling it and their cash registers ringing. And it's like this stuff is actually working. Um, and, and then there's just this operating philosophy of being a massive contribution. This is, this is, this is the one like, okay, we've closed the sale. Mm -hmm. It's not the finish. It's now the beginning We've closed the sale. Now my job is to show up as a massive contribution and make sure that you, I fulfill and you receive the promise of the program. Mm -hmm. And I'm not here to dip my toes in the water. I'm here to make waves. I'm going to rattle your world and I'm going to make sure you get that, that outcome and, and, and those shifts and those changes and those transformations and those breakthroughs. Because why would you hire me if I can't help you get those results? It's yeah. like, I wouldn't feel good about it and you wouldn't feel good about it. Mm. And to me, you know, like, like it's great to make money and that's important. It's great to have an impact. But I think one of the things that's really most important to me is having that. I love it. People say, Joe, like you speak the truth. Joe, you're the real deal. Joe, I tried your stuff and it works. Mm. Like having, uh, developing a reputation of, being the real deal in a world of a lot of charlatans and phonies is it's very refreshing and it's like that's that's what i'm all about because i've spent a lot of money on stuff that didn't work and you spent a lot of money on stuff that didn't work I, i'm assuming yep. if you're like most people and, and so I, I think that's one of the reasons why a guy like jay abraham has like this phenomenal reputation he has a reputation of delivering the goodies delivering you know it's you go in and do a two-hour um Con uh, consultation with Jay Abraham and you walk out with a banker's box full of like recordings of like massive brainstorms and masterminds and think tank you know it's like it's like whoa it's just, like pretty mind-blowing so be that massive contribution and don't really own the fact that okay you hired me let's bring it on it's time mm -hmm. to turn up the heat it's time to like now it's time to like make this shit happen yeah, but I also hear that Jay Abraham had so many decades of business problem solving, and that's really what 
what is he's able to serve people with. And I, I think he's always had a, a really strong work ethic. I know it's, I, I think I remember hearing that, you know, he was juggling multiple different jobs and entrepreneurial ventures early on because he had to provide for his family and stuff. And so I think that's, that's awesome. And for people who are just getting started and they're like, Hey, I don't, I don't have this content library. It's just start with one step at a time, like one problem at a time. And then also yep. I, I think, I see you giving away like massive value on all your videos and, and the content that you put out as well. Uh, I'm curious on your thoughts of putting out that, that gold. Should people put out their, their best stuff? How do, they, how do they communicate the, the program and the value and be able to do that in, in content these days? You know, even though I put out great content in like my free Facebook lives and all that stuff, people don't implement. Mm. Yeah, so. Mm. It's like, you know, I'm giving them the best stuff, but that, you know, because they're not invested. Yeah. See, when you pay, you pay attention. And you're watching all this free stuff and you're gathering free stuff from Grant Cardone and you're gathering free stuff from Gary Vaynerchuk and you're, get, you're gathering all this free stuff. And I have a metaphor for this. Imagine, you know, Chris Burns goes to a, an exotic or a sports car trade show. Mm-hmm. And you go by the Ferrari booth, and they give you a brand new Ferrari engine block. <laughs> okay? And then you go by the, 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 the Porsche booth, and they give you brand new Porsche pistons. And you go by the Mercedes booth, and they give you a brand injector. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you go by, and at the end of the day, you have all the parts, but your engine doesn't work because the pieces don't all fit together. So mm. you can give away gold nuggets all day, but it's, it's, it, the, each piece has value. But when you have all the pieces are designed to work together into a system, you're not just receiving the content, but when you receive the full context, that's the most valuable part. And so mm. when you pay, you pay attention. And um, um, you know when you give freely of your, you know, talking more, one of my coaches says, when you give freely of your information, you've earned the right to charge, charge a premium for implementation. Mm. So, you know, people are watching my free videos and they're getting a lot of value from it. But, the, you know, but if like the reason people hire me is to increase their implementation velocity. Mm. And you're ready to get out of the theory realm and get into the action realm. That's when you hire me. You know, the people that hire me are the ones that are ready to take action. You know, I, I want to help everybody, but everybody, I, I say everybody doesn't want to be helped. I think people want, most people do want help, but they're afraid of making an investment. They're afraid of investing in stuff that doesn't work because they've spent money on stuff that didn't. So they have this skepticism and these doubts mm. and these, these, you know, like all this hesitancy. There's no real commitment. It's the willingness. It's the willingness to to take those next steps and to trust that they are enough to trust that the person that they're attracted to like yourself, Joe, like that you're enough. I think that there's a lot of barriers that people put in front of themselves psychologically in wanting to grow into their greatest possible selves. And so it's the reward versus the cost. And I think one of the big challenges today for, for online marketers, entrepreneurs in general, is being able to lower that cost enough or raise the value enough and reward enough so that they're willing to take action. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, how do you lower the risk? How, you know, what are you going to do to take action? Um, I think one of the things is there is a do-it-yourself mentality. Well, I'll just get all this free information and I'll do it myself. Um, how's that working for you? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I did a lot of stuff on do-it-yourself, but when I got help from the masters, like everything went, here's how it went. It's like, like a, I'm doing it myself, right? This is what it looks like. like <laughs> okay. And then I got help from the masters and it went like this, yeah. right? And so, uh, you know, when we when we commit to the process, um, when we realize, see, level one entrepreneurship, and there's a lot of struggling level one entrepreneurship, is if it is to me, it's up to me. Mm-hmm. In order to do things right, you got to do it yourself. Level two entrepreneurship is my success depends on the support of others. 
Mm. I'm telling you right now, if I didn't have a mentor like Jay Abraham, I wouldn't be where I am today. If I didn't have a mentor like Taki Moore, I wouldn't be where I am today. Mm. You know, if, if Chris didn't have a mentor like Joe Nicasio, he wouldn't be where he is today because I was an important stepping stone for you to get where you are right now. Because yep. I remember where you were, you know, you had a job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't like it. You were taking a lot of entrepreneur training, but you weren't implementing. And then I said, well, let's change that. You hired me and we, 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 we put you into action. Yep. And so um, um, go ahead, do it on your own if you want, if you want to take that kind of risk. Um, you know, maybe only 1% of the people will actually make an investment in hiring a mentor. You know, when I was helping people that were doing 500000 a year and they wanted to go to $5 million, they didn't have a problem spending eight grand to, to, to hire a coach or a mentor. Right. But when you're dealing with startups, they have a job. They're only making 30 or 40 grand a year. They're struggling, you know, for them to pay money to get help. It scares them. But, but the ones that make the commitment and, and make, I think one of the things that alienates people from coaching is they do hire people and they, they have a bad experience because somebody took their money. And then after the, after they finished closing the sale, they didn't deliver on it. Mm. Uh, but there are some of us that after you close the sale, it's time for us to turn up the heat and, and make sure that you get the result. And so if we've had a lot of bad experiences hiring people that didn't deliver, we're going to have a hesitancy about doing that in the future. Ah. But you, um, And, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, when we, somebody buys from us and when we deliver and we show up as that massive contribution and we make a real difference, what we're really doing is cultivating advocates. We're cultivating raving fans. The dog behind you agrees, Jeff. <laughs> Roscoe, shut up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Create, creating those loyal people in your community. And I think it, it, it goes with the energy of being a massive contribution. It goes with the energy and the intention and the being of, uh, you know, really going the extra mile for people. Like, how can I just wow this experience? And I think even asking people, like, what would it, what would it be like at the end of working together that your mind is totally blown? What, what would that result be like? And so they paint a picture. Allow them to paint that picture so that we can leverage their language, their their creation of it, and tap into that and remind them, hey, this is what we we are going for. And at whatever le- level is ethical for you as a provider to promise that or something close to that or say, hey, we'll get as close as we can. Here's the process. Here's what I can promise kind of thing. I think that that's a really powerful way to connect people with what they want and help them get there. I remember I was at an event with Peter Anthony. Mm-hmm. And he at one point, he was like the highest paid hair stylist in the country yeah. or maybe even in the world. I think he made like eight or 10 grand just cutting hair himself in a day. Yeah. Like that was just crazy kind of money. And one of the things he would do, uh, I remember he said in this seminar, is when um, people sit down in the chair, what do, what needs to happen today for you to have an, to walk away with an amazing experience? Mm. Like so, even before the sale happens, like what needs to happen? You know, what needs to happen for you to have an amazing experience? What needs to happen for you to have an amazing experience when you know you hire Burn It Up Coaching? Mm-hmm. What needs to happen for you to have an amazing experience when you hire Joe to be your, your sales and marketing and business coach? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the clients will tell us what they need to have happen. And sometimes what they want to happen may be beyond like, what we can promise. And so we need to kind of manage those expectations. But um, at the end of the day, you know, when we show up as that massive contribution, we, con- contribution, we do... Uh, cultivate advocates and we cultivate raving fans and i like the word cultivate it reminds me of um of oysters and pearls Mm. and you know you you know uh, an oyster is this living organism in the sea and uh, if an oyster does its job properly it cultivates when you crack it open there's a pearl inside Mm -hmm. but you know it's impossible to have that oyster without that little grain of sand irritant. And that's my job as your coach. I'm that grain of sand irritant that's going to irritate you into becoming a pearl and producing the value and the goal within yourself. Well, it's it's so important. I think we it's it's essential to have people around us who see 
bigger possibilities for us than we see in ourselves. Because if if someone knew themselves as someone who could make you know five figures in starting their business or six figures or you know have have time and money freedom, whatever it is that's that's their dream, if they knew themselves as that kind of person, then chances are they would have it. Right. They would they would be like unstoppable. They would be resourceful. And and everything that was in the way of that identity would be removed because the identity says this is who I am. So to be able to get to that level really takes a coach or a mentor, someone speaking life into our dreams, saying this is possible. Here's how you do it. Here's the practical way of how you do it. Here's how you shift your mindset and shift who you see yourself as to be able to accomplish that. And it's it's essential for us to surround ourselves with people like that. And I think that's been one of the greatest gifts that I've received along my journey is surrounding myself with people like yourself, Joe, early on and, you know, just being willing to invest and get into those, into those higher level circles, the inner circle, the, the people who are like so serious, they're willing to invest five or 10 grand into growing themselves to become their greatest possible self. And I, I just like said from the very beginning, I'm willing to play at that level and I'll figure it out. And I think that that kind of resourcefulness and whatever it takes really served me massively very early on. Yeah, and, and that oyster will not produce a pearl without mm. a little bit of irritation. Yeah. So if you want to be comfortable and produce no fruit, go ahead. But but a coach, a mentor, somebody that's going to call you out on your stuff, is going to be a little irritating in times. But they're going working we need to we need to like like you need to like think a little different here and that change can be uncomfortable that's why change you know it's if you want to go from apathy to enthusiasm that's a that's a big that's a big range right and apathy is like being asleep and enthusiasm is being like wide awake in order to go from apathy like if you have somebody that's white uh they're they're sleeping they're completely asleep and you and you come along and say let's get enthusiastic sometimes the path from apathy to enthusiasm can be there can actually be a little hostility in there <laughs> anger <laughs> <laughs> straight up anger so so uh, you know uh, if if you want to take somebody that's completely asleep and you want to wake them up there might be a little bit of disruption going on but that is where the growth occurs that's mm. where the pearls and the fruit and the rewards and the magic and the riches are actually produced is getting a little on and get into a little uncomfortableness because that uncomfortableness is the roots of growth and change and prosperity. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So good, man. Um, so we've covered a lot in this, in this interview, Joe, I want to wrap it up, bring home some final takeaways for our audience. What do you have to share, man? Look, you're in business, you're selling things, you're, you're, you're out there making a difference in people's lives. And you know, when the sale happens, when you close the sale, it's not the end. That's when your true work begins. Mm. This is when you get to show up as a massive contribution and make a difference in people's lives. And so uh, we spent all this time trying to get the sale. Now the sale occurred. This is where you actually should be investing your best time in because these are the people that, that deserve, the people that pay you deserve raise their hand they, they they are different there's a whole crowd of people that don't buy then somebody raises their hand they get out their wallet they pay you money so the measure of wealth is not how much you receive in terms of the money but it's how much you give and share and serve and contribute mm-hmm. and there's a giving and sharing and concert uh, uh, uh contribution that happens before the sale but now that you've given me the money now it's chance it's time to turn it on you know turn up the volume to really deliver in a massive way Mm. so that people say this amount that I paid Joe or this amount I paid Chris or whoever's watching this amount that you were paid is so small compared to how much they gave to me. Mm. This is what gives you raving fans. This is what builds you a reputation. A lot of people are worried. Oh, it's like I got bad reputation. People say bad things about me. Well, that's a, you know, the way that you overcome that is don't give them any, you only give them so much good stuff to say about you. Mm-hmm. There's no room. Yeah. So if, if you are in business or contemplating in business and your business has a certain level and you want to get to the next level, you want to build a better business, you can do it on your own. But if you want help, you can reach out. 
and um, my website's employeeescapeplan.com. Mm-hmm. And there's a schedule link at the top of the webpage. And I just invite you to uh, reach out. It doesn't cost anything to at least have a conversation to see where you are and what you're trying to create. And um, schedule an appointment with me. Let's have a conversation. Um, and, and here's a promise I make to people. How much does employee escape plan cost? Absolutely nothing if it's not right for you. I don't want your money if I can't help you. Right. You know, I'm here to help people and make, you know, that's my legacy is touching lives and helping people be better. It's not about me. It's, but it's really about the lives that I've touched and made better as a result of walking this planet. Yeah. And so uh, uh, you can do it on your own if you want help. Here I am. You, know, yes, you are you are here, Joe, and I, I love this. I also want to go back to the to the call and how you mentioned. You know, there's there's really there's not much of a cost in terms of having a call with you. And I want to I want to put a caveat caveat however you say it um, to that, saying, hey, you know, your time is valuable. You're listening to this. You're watching this right now. So thank you for honoring us with your time. And we know we're making a massive contribution for you. If you're listening to this, like you've stuck around, you've gotten tons of value and wisdom on how do you deliver after the sale. And I want to talk about having a, a, a one-on-one call and the difference that that makes. I think so many people are afraid to just even get on a call. And so I really want to want to present you to what is the cost of not getting on the call? What's the cost of not getting a spotlight on what is the, the biggest pain point, the biggest thing that is not working in your business, in your life from an expert like Joe? What's the cost of not getting like that, that value, that, that aha? The cost is in six months, 12 months, you'll still be struggling. You'll still be trying to figure it out what's what's the missing link so you owe it to yourself and the people who are counting on you your family your community uh, potential clients and prospects and the people that you get to serve with your love and your gifts you owe it to yourself to get unblocked unstuck and to find out what is your next step what are the solutions for you just jumping on a call doesn't mean you have to take those next steps but chances are joe's going to deliver a gold nugget, a solution, a spotlight on what has been stopping you from achieving the results that you want. And at that point, you get to say, okay, here are my options. Which one's the best for me? And you get to make an educated, empowered decision. And I've always loved being empowered in my decisions. I have the full ability to say yes to something because when I do, I'll figure out a way, I'll get massive value, my life will transform. I also have the full ability to say no to something. If I'm not resonating with it, if I'm not aligned with it, if it's just not the right time, I have the power to say no, and I think a lot of people are afraid of saying no. So own your power to say yes or say no, but just remember, staying on the fence, you'll get splinters. So get off the fence and say yes or no, whichever <laughs> whichever way is right for you. Uh, but just definitely contact Joe, employeeescapeplan.com. Shoot a message on Facebook, schedule a call, and uh, have your life really open up um, in terms of what's possible and what you can be taking more action on. So, Joe, I appreciate you, man. I love the support you've given me along the journey, how much of a difference it's made in my business, the the resources, the the people that you've introduced me to, um, you know, the structures, the fundamentals, the processes of figuring out what are my passions, what's what's my genius, what are my gifts, and how do I apply those, man? So, you know, for four four and a half years or something like that. Uh, you know, I've been working with you and, and brainstorming with you and, and growing with you. So I just really appreciate you being in my life and that constant presence of empowerment and strategy and being a uh, mentor to, towards me, being a um, advisor towards me to, to be my greatest possible self, man. Really appreciate you. I appreciate you too. And I'm really proud, you know, watching you on this marathon every week, it, it, you wouldn't be there without me. Like watching Chris Burns blossom, he came to me when he was a little seed. And I, I've seen you sprout. I've seen you grow. I've seen you blossom. And I'm, I'm so proud and, and pleased and grateful that I've had the chance to touch your life to help you, you know, blossom and go to a whole other level. I think we may have been disconnected. <laughs> I think that is a perfect point of completion. Joe, we love you. Go to www.employeeescapeplan.com. Check out Joe. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. 
Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>